0: How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Wednesday, September the 15th. Hello, everybody. Hope you're having a great week. And as always, I'm going to talk about some video games. Let's jump into it. First things first, we should talk about the PlayStation 5, which is going to be getting its next major software update uh, today, September 15th, in fact. And it's coming with a whole bunch of changes. Definitely the biggest change is that they are finally unlocking the internal storage expansion slot. And it is now going to allow you to plug in an M.2 SSD. Now this is important because you used to be able to use that storage slot with an external hard drive, but you weren't actually able to play any PlayStation 5 games off of that hard drive. So now you can buy an SSD, plug it in, and play it off of the SSD. There are some requirements that are needed in order to make the expansion work in that way, so make sure you're doing the research before you go out and buy something. But otherwise, I think this is a good thing, considering how big games are getting these days. I think the other big technological feature in this update is the use of 3D audio for built-in TV speakers. So again, this is something that they had before, except it was only through headphones that you got 3D audio. Uh, This is going to allow you to do it just out of your TV speakers. Once you enable the feature, you're going to have to do some, like, room acoustics testing just to get it right. So that's pretty neat. Uh, And then besides those two things, there's just a bunch of, like, minor updates. Most of them are UI-based. Like, now you're able to customize the control center, rearrange and hide various elements. Uh, You're going to be able to track up to five trophies per game in the control center. So there'll just be little trackers there. They're going to start listing PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 games separately in your library. Uh, If you use PlayStation Now, you can now choose between different resolutions, 1080p, 720p. They have some screen reader options. They have a new accolade type. They're going to automatically capture some of your personal best videos. So, you know, if you get a high score or an achievement or something like that, they'll just automatically record the moment. And uh, yeah, anyway, just a bunch of other little tiny things that you'll notice. Techland have announced that they are delaying, for the third time, Dying Light 2. So this was originally releasing in early 2020, and uh, now it's releasing in February of 2022. But uh, hey, that's game development, right? It's it's a tricky process. Now, according to Techland, they said that the game is pretty much complete, and they're just playtesting it at this point. And quote, it is by far the biggest and the most ambitious project we've ever done, end quote. They are, however, going to be giving the game out to press and content creators next month. Now, obviously here they're trying to avoid a situation like what happened to Cyberpunk 2077. Techland is also a Polish developer. And evidently, you know, they, they thought two extra months of polish would be worth the effort. They also smartly pointed out that they are going to be handing out review copies for both PC and console. Which was a big sticking point for Cyberpunk, because they didn't let reviewers see the last-gen console gameplay, and it turned out to be horrible, so... Anyway, besides all of that, I also want to encourage you to still be cautious of this release, because reports of development for the game has not been particularly pleasant. Insider reports have been very, very negative about leadership at the company, and organization, and a lack of direction. And so I just think that Dying Light 2 is one of those games that you should definitely see what the critics say and what people are saying about it before you invest money in it. And the only other thing I'll mention here is that Okay, they delayed to February. That means a lot of interesting games are now stacked into February. There's this game, there's the Saints Row reboot, there's Horizon Forbidden West, the next major Destiny expansion, King of Fighters 15. It's wild. And our last story today comes via the Xbox Game Pass, which is getting a whole bunch of new additions this month. So there's actually 13 games that are coming, and pretty much all of them are indie games and pretty much all of them also heading to PC, console, and cloud streaming. I'll point out some of the big ones. There's Subnautica, Below Zero. Now, the first Subnautica is probably one of the best survival games ever made. Uh, Below Zero is its sequel. It's set in a frozen alien planet. You definitely owe it to yourself to try at least one of those games. They're so good. There's also going to be Origami 2, This is also a sequel. Origami is like a stealth action game that puts you in the shoes of uh, an assassin that can teleport between shadows. So this one is coming out on day one. There's also Skatebird. And uh, you might recognize this because the trailers for this became kind of like an internet meme. And the title tells you exactly what it is. It's a bird on a skateboard. Do you need any more information than that? It's also a day one release. Uh, And then finally, on September 23rd, there's going to be Sable. Sable is really interesting. It's a it's a 3D open world adventure that doesn't have combat or any set storyline. Kind of has this emphasis on puzzle solving and exploration. Kind of reminds me of like Journey. And uh, one of its big selling points is that the soundtrack is by Japanese Breakfast. And that's like an indie rock band. So anyway, great stuff heading to the Game Pass there. Lots of opportunity to play some fun games. And folks, that is all the time that I have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Greatly appreciate it. I will, of course, be back with the news tomorrow, as I always am. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome. Hey, you know what I'm doing? I started the next book in the Stormlight Archive series. So you might remember early this year, I began this franchise, if you will. This series of books. Uh, the first one was called The Way of Kings. The second one is called Words of Radiance. And this is one of those things where I have trouble describing my feelings reading the reading the books. Um, I think the first one was something that was really special to me. In fact, Sanderson uh, had first gotten famous. Well, okay, I mean, it's kind of complicated. The first like series of books that really made Sanderson's name well known was the Mistborn Trilogy. And I had read those and I absolutely loved them. They're probably one of my favorite fantasy kind of feel-good books. And then he became like actually famous because he finished the Wheel of Time series after Robert Jordan had passed away. And it was kind of through all of the Wheel of Time stuff that he had released The Way of Kings. So anyway, I don't remember how I got down this path, but I'm now reading Words of Radiance and it feels like, I don't know, I still, this is the best that I've come up with so far. You know, in the final episode of The Office, it's a very famous quote, Andy is talking to the screen, and what he said was, I wish there was a way to know you were in the good old days before you actually left them. And I felt like that was a really good quote for that series, because the first time I watched that show, I was absolutely godsmacked. It's my favorite show of all time. And the best that I can come up with here is reading this series of books is like knowing that I'm in the good old days before I've left them. Every single page feels like such a treat, and I don't know, just like following these characters is so comforting, and the highs and the lows are so dramatic, and the world building is just so fun. I know that not everybody is sold on Sanderson, I think there's a lot of people who feel that he is overhyped, and you know, maybe justifiably so, but there is certainly something about his writing style for me that just connects. And I very much feel like, you know, 50 years from now, if he ends up fulfilling the vision that he has for this franchise or for the, the Cosmere, for the overarching connections of all of his books, he's going to be my Tolkien, you know, except I was alive when he was releasing the books. That's wild. You know, I still haven't read Lord of the Rings. I should really do that. Anyway, so that's what I've been up to. And it, it's really like taken over. You know, I wake up in the morning, I'm reading. I work. And then when I'm done work, I'm reading on the patio. It's only really being broken up when I have things I have to do, like work or this show or, I don't know, cooking dinner. I don't know. Do you have any good books like that, that that you had while you were reading it? You were like, oh, this is the one. I feel like those don't come around very often. And I feel like I almost never have that with video games. I, well, I don't know. Okay. Maybe that's a lie. It comes around every now and then. Slay the Spire, I was like, oh, this is the one. I think Ori and the Blind Forest, Portal 2, these are games that I was like, I know I'm going to be talking about this for a long time. Portal 2 still to this day feels like such a phenomenal game. I think if there is any one game that I could wish into existence, it would be Portal 3. People ask me that question a lot. You know, if you could have any game come out, what would it be? And it's very rare that I am so connected to something like even The Binding of Isaac. I have a lot of hours into it. I don't need more of that game. You know, what is out there is fine. Even, you know, same with Slay the Spot. Any of my my favorite games that you've heard me talking about on this show, I'm content with what they released. With Portal 2, you can just inject that right into my veins. Give me more of that. If they released a Portal 3 and it was half as good as Portal 2, it would be like knowing you're in the good old days before you left it. I'll tell you what. My friends, I'm out of time. Thanks for being here. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Ciao.